This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. This hour of Ben and Woods brought to you by Senior Grubbies in downtown Carlsbad and Ocean Sun. Check out their daily happy hour from 3 to 6. Hashtag eatgrubbies and eatgrubbies.com. Now, you just brought it up, and I, I thought about it most of the day yesterday. Your breakfast TED Talk. I, I We brought it up later in the show. It was an idea I had to make all of us do TED Talks. You know, and it, around the holidays when it's just kind of slow and you're, you know, we're just getting through the year. Thought it'd be a funny bit. But I was driving home yesterday thinking I could listen to Ben Higgins expound on breakfast for I could easily do I could easily listen for 14 <laughs> minutes easily like in in with rap, like rapt attention just sitting here listening. No, I, don't, no, I don't think I really would need to do a whole lot of preparation. I really don't think you would. For a breakfast you started riffing on it yesterday and I was like, I'm in. Yeah, we had to stop you. All you <laughs> 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 yeah, we had to play him off. All you would need is just the outline of the structure where you want it to go, but you wouldn't need a ton of notes. You're I mean, very... wait, wait until you hear me rail on brunch again. I mean, breakfast. We're talking breakfast here, right? And I don't include brunch. Brunch is a whole different animal. Now, real good, like hearty breakfast is what I'm talking about. It, there, it's it's unquestionably. A good, hearty breakfast is unquestionably the most perfect meal a human being can have. Now, you can go to a fancy steakhouse and get a delicious meal, and it, you feel satisfied, a little tipsy after. It, it's great. You can go get phenomenal sushi. That's a fun night out. You can go get um, pizza. Delicious, right? A fun night out with the family. But nothing in the world compares, especially, Ben, when you go on vacation and you find a really cool breakfast spot and you go slay like a diner breakfast, like the one yes. I went to in Denver, I, that and, I, rode, no, I rode in 40 mile an hour. I rode on a bird 40 miles an hour, hung over out of my mind to get to this diner, that famous one. 
and I think about it almost every day. And no offense to the great palaces of brunch we have here in San Diego, like Morning Glory down in Little Italy. Yep. It's whimsical. It's Instagrammable. It's, you know, it's bottomless mimosas, things like that. That's not breakfast. That's different. That's brunch. That's brunch. Totally different animal. Breakfast not, is by far my favorite meal. Let's not confuse the two. You can still get, like, solely breakfast items. You can. You can. Wait, at a brunch? Yes. It's different, though, I feel like. You're like, oh, cool, I was going to get a ham and cheese omelet, but you're only doing salmon omelets covered in Bernays sauce. It feels like it's. they try to make it too fancy. A little bit. Like It's been kicked up two or three notches too high. Isn't brunch just late breakfast with champagne and mimo- like mimosas? Isn't that, it could the be. The menu is... Pr- pretty split it's either breakfast or lunch you can get a cheeseburger mm. or you I feel can like get a used to toast. be i used That's to be, how it used to be i feel like a brunch menu now is like way different yeah it used to be a brunch menu was oh you can order off the breakfast menu and get a you know a ham and cheese omelet right. or you can order off the lunch menu and get you a club sandwich get a, a sandwich that was the old now it's specific brunch items they you, fancied it up yeah i mean it's it's Chicken waffles with gravy and then a souffle. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's just it's too much. It's gotten very fancy and very over the top. But and it's you like specific fancy? Brun- no, I do, but, but not breakfast. But not for brunch. I want breakfast items. Oh, I'm with you. I am absolutely. You're four with minutes you. in now to your TED talk. Yeah, know, it really is. I can't. I can't, I can't really wait. get get over myself. I, I can't wait for this. I will play real or fake in just a couple of minutes. Eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. It is a throwback Thursday. Here on Ben and Woods, and Paulie always reaches into the archives. <laughs> Not necessarily the exact day, but something you know this Within this week, week in Ben and Woods history, basically to find out. It's kind of a good reminder for us as well what we've been doing with our lives the last few years. I will uh, preface all of this by just saying, I, while I was searching for this yesterday, if uh, if you're a tier one, if you've been listening to us for any length of time, and you like the Throwback Thursday. Uh, dip into the archives. Just wait until a week from today. That's going to be a good one. I uh, yes. All right. Absolutely legendary moment. That's a long tease, but yeah, I will give ones, the long tease. Put it in your phone. Don't but miss it. For today's throwback Thursday, we're throwing it back to November sixth, twenty nineteen. Would have been our uh, our first fall here on ninety seven three the fan. Yep. And um, we were conducting an interview. I'll let you guys try to remember who it was. And something happened in the middle of the interview. A lot of times when you got, we'll peel the curtains back. A lot of times we'll ask a question, right? And then we turn off our microphones while Eric Adelson or whoever is giving their answer. Keep it well, quiet. Well, we do now. <laughs> yeah, now we do. We didn't always do that. And maybe this is why. Well, there's that. And then you'll hear sometimes like me, like, <sighs> Ben's a heavy breather. I'm a heavy breather. You know, uh, I'm messing around with my phone or something like, yeah, you just, and it, it just sounds bad. I didn't know I was a heavy breather until several people tweeted at me about me breathing too loudly during the interview. Oh, you mean the guy that tweeted, Ben sounds like a fat guy with asthma, while Woods sounds like an obese guy with shortness of breath. Both breathe into the mic way too much. One of my, it's our header. It's our show bio. It's our show, <laughs> and our, our header on Twitter. A fat guy with asthma. And I'm an obese guy with shortness of Which breath. Which is pretty much synonyms for the same thing. These mics pick up everything. It's very unfair. So go ahead. Those are generally more of uh, less competitive leagues where that ad shouldn't be really happening. 
but it's still one of those things where I, I it's, again, rules and understanding the rules are such a key component of fantasy football because you can't control anything else. Uh, talking to Joe Bartell here on Ben Woods, I don't know if you heard my uh, partner's coffee cup just fly across the room. <laughs> Who's Joe Bartell? I don't know. And how did he not stop and go, what, what a pro. was that? Okay. He what? just absolutely... Pl- Plowed forward, what? the best of Ben Higgins. So Joe Bartel was our uh, fantasy football insider that we had on every week. We did back in 2019, three years ago. We did. Yeah, we ha- on this show. We had a fantasy football insider named Joe Bartel. Things and he have came, evolved here, and he came on our show every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't. Here we go. It's, uh, I partied way too hard back in the day because I would have never. Joe never, Bartell, never fantasy remember. football expert, never. among many other things, at Rotowire. Okay. If you, I will literally take your word I, for it. The only I, way is because we have audio. How did proof. I make such a loud noise, though, with my, <laughs> my clay of the first year? Nope. Coffee cup. I, I mean, it wasn't. Remember. It wasn't like on the floor. It was, I mean, that was, it's like I threw it at the microphone. It really sounded like you threw your coffee cup. <laughs> Those are generally more uh, less competitive leagues where that ad shouldn't be really happening. <laughs> Here's the windup, and Ben Higgins delivers a strike, his coffee mug, right into the microphone Did in the he? middle of an interview. Did- Am I losing my mind? Did he fall out of his chair one time? He got like his headphone wire like got caught in a wheel and he just like <laughs> fell down. Less competitive leagues where that ad shouldn't be really happening. <laughs> right in the middle of an interview. And you know what? Joseph to, to, the, to the guy that you don't even remember exists, credit to him for just Going along with He's it. like the Ben Higgins of guests. That, that, he just plows through it. Happening. <laughs> I mean, not ever like, everyone okay? Did you still on the air there? Hey, uh, are we good? That that kills me every single that, time. That shouldn't be happening. <laughs> you can even, if, you, if you're if you really you quiet, can, you can hear like the wind-up. It's yeah, like yeah. Listen, starting to... The like, very beginning. Starting to, it's starting to teeter. Starting to wobble. <laughs> Listen. Less competitive leagues where that ad shouldn't be really happening, but it's still one. Of- the thing took like seven bounces. How really heavy did. was that thing? And the panic, the panic of like, oh no, no, here it comes. This was the Christian Javier pitch of coffee cups, <laughs> it really just was. darting up and down everywhere, all over the place. It's unhittable. It's unhittable, bro. That hurt. That hurts my <laughs> stomach so much. Oh, I love it. Uh-huh. Those are generally more uh, less competitive leagues where that ad shouldn't be really happening. But it's still one of those things where I... I, I was like, shut the mics off. Turn them yeah, off. Oh, Jesus. dude, that's so good. That's so good. <laughs> I love Throwback Thursday. All right, we got a contestant oh, on the man. line. Let's play a little Throwback Thursday game of real or fake. Some are here for the compelling sports talk with Ben and Woods. Yeah, you can go plow through another donut. It's time for Real or Fake on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, Tell the people what they'll win today. All right, the prize this month, the grand prize drawing, a two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas, home of the Superbook, the world's largest race in sportsbook, plus spa treatment for two at Serenity Spa and a private VIP pot at that aforementioned Westgate Superbook. It looks like we got John on the line this morning. Hello, John. How are you? Hey. Thank you. Was there coffee in that cup? There was not I much think it was, left. I think it was just yeah, a it little. Was pretty empty at the end, like so. a swallow. So you didn't spill it on the board. Yeah, or anything. it would still be stained here if I did. Happening. <laughs> there it goes. Killed me. 
All right, so, uh, John, you're playing real or fake. Uh, you have to get four out of seven right. We'll put you into the drawing for the getaway to Las Vegas. Uh, here's your category today. We all know the swinging friar, the Philly fanatic, but can you identify other costumed MLB mascots from around the league? Today on Real or Fake, I'll give you a name. You tell me if it's a real Major League Baseball team mascot or a fake I have made up for today's game. And you got Woods to help you here. Well, you better also give credit where credit is due or you're going to get your throat slit on your birthday. Yes, this was an idea of Woods. No. Paul. No. Someone else. Hannah. Hannah. My wife Sorry. was quizzing you, me. So I, I'm I'm pretty up to date on this stuff. Buddy. All right. So he's going to help you out here, John. Uh, we've got to, up to seven. If you can get just four right, we'll put you into the drawing. So here we go. Real or fake MLB mascot. Let's start with... Walker, real or fake, John? Crap. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? Oh, no. Repeat your answer, please, John. Got a bad connection. It sounded like he said... That's what I thought, too. Put him him on hold bring him back. All right, that's correct. That is a fake mascot. Correct. The Texas Rangers mascot is actually called Rangers Captain. Imagine Walker. Imagine Walker. Texas Rangers. It's weird when pitchers have a name like Walker or Blow It or Blew It. Grant Ball 4. Grant Ball (laughs) 4. All right, that's one point. Hopefully, John is still intelligible on the line. Uh, Let's go round two. Stomper. Real or fake, John? That sounded like. In a submarine. Sounded like real, though. I think he said real. I love the potato. (laughs) Real. It's correct. Stomper is the uh, Oakland A's elephant mascot. John, are you on AirPods or a speakerphone or anything? Speakerphone. All right. Let's turn that off and just, can you hold the phone up normal? No, I mean, don't get a ticket or anything if you're driving. Okay, here you go. That's much better. A million times better. All right, let's go to round three. You're doing very well, though. You're 2-0. Here we go. Round three. Let's try Southpaw. Real or fake, John? Real. Yeah, that's the... Oh, Woodsy didn't know that one. That's the White Sox mascot. Shaking my head. South side of Chicago, (laughs) Southpaw is like a a dog White Sox mascot. So, yeah, it's three in a row. This should be an easy win. All right, let's go round round four. Swiper. Real or fake, John? Real. No, that's fake. If you have little children, Swiper is from Dora the Explorer. Swiper is, is the fox that steals stuff, but he's not a mascot. So that's okay. You still have a couple of chances here. Let's go with uh, Clark. Real or fake, John? Fake. Now Clark is uh, Clark the Cub is the Chicago Cubs mascot. All right, now it's getting a little nervous time as we get to round six. You still need one more. Let's try Screech. Real or fake, John? Uh, I really want to go to Vegas. Woods, can you help me? Sounds vaguely familiar. I'm going to say real. Screech. He says real, John, but what do you say? I say, yes, he's right. He is. Screech the uh, Eagle is the Washington Nationals mascot. And with four correct, you are in, John. Head on the line. Got a boy. Now, hold, just so hold, you know, hold on to your cellular potato, and Paul will get your information and get you into the drawing for the grand prize. Get away to Vegas from your submarine. Uh, you, yeah, the, you're in the drawing for Vegas. Just so you know. Yeah, you don't actually. We're not win. sending you because he said I really want to go to Vegas. He could still go. He though. could still go. I mean, you got good odds. We we give out 
I don't know. We don't give out more yeah, than it's five, five to six ten. qualifiers. Thought Screech might trip someone up because, of course, Screech is also from Saved by the Bell. But Screech is that rest uh, in peace, right? Shout yeah, out to that's his a Dustin Diamond. Yes, gone too soon. Last one for you here, Woodsy. Orbit. Orbit's real. That's yeah, the Astros mascot. Yeah, Astro. Orbit the Astro. So. Uh, congratulations, John. Put you into the drawing. We've got uh, some Don't Do This birthday edition coming up next. Do you have any special birthday Don't Do Thy for me, Woodsy? For you? Yeah. Hmm. I could probably come up with some I for have, you. Like, I, do, you I don't, have a good don't one. do this? I have a good one. Like things you shouldn't do? No, it's not a birthday one. It's just something we all shouldn't do. When you tweet something out that you realize you shouldn't have tweeted oh, out and then that. have to delete it immediately, but it's too late, I've done it. the cat is out of the bag. Happened to a uh, star running back in the NFL yesterday. So and we'll I, guess, I guess if we've been hammering Kyrie Irving, we should update the story. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how Don't Do This works. We want to be fair. Sure. We'll do that coming back when we return. It's Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station. Get a check of traffic right now with Kelly on 97.3 The Fan. Spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. Start them or sit them. Who will be a boom this week? Who will be a bust? Upper hand fantasy. 
Gives you the insight on the best matchups, the best lineups for your fantasy team this weekend. Get the upper hand with hosts Faraz Siddiqui and Zach Rizzuto. They do all the hard work, so you don't have to. Just listen, get smarter, set your lineup. Brand new episodes each and every week. Follow Upper Hand Fantasy on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. What about Joe Bartell? Yeah, Joe Bartell should have a, an Odyssey podcast on fantasy. He can be giving you his uh, updates while I knock over my coffee cup. There it is, yeah. All right, uh, I'll, do, I'll do a couple of uh, DDTs here for a birthday morning. This is, to me, this was just sad. Update on the story. Remember the shooting of Brian Robinson, the rookie running back of the Washington Commanders. Fortunately, uh, okay and recovering. Shot twice in his right leg on August 28th um, in northeast Washington. They did find and arrest a suspect in the case. I guess what... To me, makes it so sad. 17-year-old oh, male juvenile Come arrested on. in the shooting awful. of Commander's running back Brian Robinson Jr. Just, oh, man. I mean, it's bad no matter what My it's going to be. But for some reason, when I saw that, like, I got a 17-year-old yeah. at home. Yeah, Just, it breaks my heart. It's awful. That, that those, those sort of things go on. I know. I know they do, but ah, it just, just hurts. But the one I teased, I don't know if you saw this, Woods, but uh, Ezekiel Elliott's tweeted out a running back for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Been injured Zeke. lately. Zeke uh, tweeted out a fairly cool picture of him with this uh, throwback Cowboys helmet that everyone was going, whoa, what well, that is that is uh, interesting. So it's um they're going to wear it later in the season for I think one of their primetime like games, throwback uniform games, but they were going to do like a big reveal later on, and he wasn't supposed to. He wasn't supposed to post it on the social media. He deleted it within a few minutes, but of course, the genie's out of the bottle at that point. Internet lives forever. Everyone's already seen it, so you know screenshots. It's been posted, and everyone has now seen the throwback Dallas Cowboys helmet that they're going to wear. So later he blew this the surprise. He blew the surprise. Yeah, he was overzealous. He was. I think now would be a good time to tell everybody the next Ben and Woods Open is. There you go. Surprise. Surprise. What if I tweeted it out today? Because it's it's happening. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, happening. It's happening. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I believe we do have a date. Well, let's tease when we're going to make that announcement. We so, haven't really talked about it. All right. Well, we'll discuss in the break, and then we'll give you a time where you can tune in to listen to when... You can sign up and when you can play in the next Ben and Woods Open Golf Tournament. Bigger, better, faster, yeah. the whole thing. It's going to be great. So, yeah, we've been we've been hammering Kyrie Irving pretty good the last week or so, and I think for good reason. And, uh, look, he was pretty steadfast, Ben, and, and combative, I would say, in some of the press conferences he'd done. Now, I don't know. You never do know what's in somebody's heart, right? You never do. When a statement gets released that apologizes, you don't know if they're genuinely sincere. I will say this. It is the first step, though. So he uh, did release a statement. They donated. He, along with the Brooklyn Nets, donated uh, half a million dollars to the Anti-Defamation League. And they put out a statement. And Kyrie said, I oppose all forms of hatred and oppression. I stand strong with communities that are marginalized and impacted every day. I am aware of the negative impact of my post toward the Jewish community, I take responsibility. I do not believe everything said in the documentary was true or reflects my morals and principles. I am a human being learning from all walks of life. I intend to do so with an open mind and a willingness to listen. So for my family and I, we meant no harm to any one group, race, or religion of people. 
and wish to only be a beacon of truth and light. Now, there are people that uh, hear that statement and go, yeah, right. Okay, that's fine. That is absolutely your um, that's your right to do. And I see it every day on, on Twitter. I'm kind of one of them on, on this one, okay. but yeah, we and, can discuss. And listen, that is, that's absolutely okay. Uh, I see the same thing, though, about Fernando Tatis Jr. And I see him get hammered every single day on Twitter. You know, he ruined our season, and we could have gone to the World Series, and I can't believe everyone's so quick to forgive this kid. And I don't know, man. I Call me naive, call me soft, whatever you want to call me. I'm a pretty forgiving guy. If you wrong me and you come and you say, I messed up, man, I'm sorry. Dude, it's done. Like, I will have no beef with you for the rest of our lives. If you screw up and you do something to me and you say, I, I really am sorry, I don't know what I was thinking, um, you know, I value your friendship, I really screwed up and I'm really sorry. It's done. It's buried right there. And I think with, um, with, I, I'm just, I'm a forgiving person. And I think, I think we could all use a little bit more forgiveness. I really do. I think when it comes to Kyrie, and I want to be careful because I don't know Kyrie. Right. We don't know him. I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't think he is. I, re- either. I really don't. Now, and I, I don't think he's a dumb guy either. I, I think don't think he is either. I think he's fairly smart, but I also think that he sometimes doesn't take enough time to really, you know, he he will look at something, you know, that maybe a conspiracy theory, the flat Earth stuff, and you, you can read a lot of compelling things on sure. the internet. Absolutely, and get convinced, and and I totally understand that there have been. All kinds of people who have gone down rabbit holes and got convinced of something that isn't true. It's not... Man, I got friends Yeah, like it's Yeah, it doesn't make him a bad guy. It doesn't make him a dumb guy at all. But he continues... It's the kind of the same pattern over and over again. It's He's just willing. He goes, he throws things out there a little too fast without thinking maybe the all the way through what the, the response is going to be and could save himself a real... a whole lot of headaches, you know? Um like, but for this one, the fact that he doesn't in the statement, it never says I'm sorry or I apologize. It's very, it's no, it's very careful that Should I take responsibility. He ta- I take responsibility, but he doesn't say I'm sorry and he doesn't apologize at all. I think it's it's hmm. almost notable in the, that it avoids both of those words or phrasing of any apology. And to me, I get the sense that like the Nets PR staff worked with him. They said, "Here's we can release this. Here's an apology," and he said. Okay, but take out take out apology. Take I'm out, not I'm so, sorry. I'm not sorry, but I'll 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 sign off to everything else because I do. I oppose I oppose hatred. I oppose oppression. I see there there was a negative impact, but he never said I apologize. I'm sorry. I should have I should have thought a little harder about that one before putting it out there. He did not do that in the statement. He took responsibility. Yes. Fernando Tatis Jr. took responsibility. He also said, I'm sorry. He did. I just, dragging people over the coals constantly, over and over and over. What is it in the human spirit? Like, what is it in the human condition that, because we all like to do it. We've all done it. Sure. Everybody's guilty of it. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody's guilty of it. But I'm also quick to say, you know what? Thanks for coming clean or apologizing or whatever. Move on from there and, and clean slate. God, thank God for clean slates, man. I wouldn't be sitting here without several of them. So it's just... I, I just feel like, again, with Kyrie, it would be very easy to forgive him and move on if this wasn't like the seventh time we've gone through this true. I, on different issues. And you know what? At the end of the day, you're right. You're absolutely right. It, but if I'm going to hammer him all week 
you know, that I need to at least update the story with uh, maybe a, a little bit of potential goodness uh, in it. And I'm not saying that a million dollars to the Anti-Defamation League wipes out all the pain and suffering. Don't don't get that twisted at all. It definitely doesn't. And I think there's still work to do. But uh, like I said, good first step. All right, and that's Don't and Do Do This for Thursday. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. All right, a couple of interesting Padres off-season topics I want to get into. If uh, you say, where should Fernando Dennis Tatis Lynn of The Athletic had a, a fairly in-depth piece yesterday about whether or not the Padres should try to re-sign Josh Bell. And I want to get your thoughts on, I think that's an interesting one. Josh Bell, part of your Padres future or not, yep. is an interesting topic. We also teased yesterday the... Uh, top 50 free agent list that Keith Law put out there, I've uh, targeted one guy in every 10 spots on the list, 1 to 10, 11 to 20, that I think would be a good fit for the Padres if they could land said player. I'll give you my five from Keith Law's 50. We'll do both of those things when we come back on Bennett Woods, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. And here, the NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Is Josh Bell someone, Padres fans, you'd like to see the team run at keeping in the offseason as a free agent? Uh, interesting question. Dennis Lynn posed in The Athletic and, uh, you know, went several paragraphs on the pros and the cons, you know, what uh, what you get from him, what you might be giving up, what the cost might be. 
to keep a Josh Bell and... I read the whole thing, and I think it's a, a worthy discussion here this morning on Ben and Woods. If you've got some thoughts, we'll share ours, but you can join us, 833-288-0973. Uh, don't forget all the sports, music, news, and podcasts that you want are all on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. We'll have our uh, Padres, Josh Bell, and free agency conversation coming up right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fam. Thank you, Kelly. All guests on Ben and Woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today. In the Carlsbad Auto Mall, Chevrolet, find new roads. So start with the premise, Woods, that the Padres need a first baseman for 2023. And Dennis, I think, puts it quite well in his piece. He says, is it, a, is it an urgent need? No, you could you could shift Jake Cronenworth over there, and it's fine. You know, that would be one certain way you can tackle that going into the season. But if you want to have, you know, a different option at first base, there are a number of choices, including three guys that the Padres could bring back from their own team as free agents. Josh Bell, Brandon Drury, and Will Myers are all free agents who could play first base for you if they re-signed in 2023. Dennis makes the specific case about Josh Bell, and I think it's an interesting one. Josh Bell obviously had a great first half of the season with yeah, the Washington Nationals. Potential all-star. Was right there on the cusp of being an all-star. Did not have a very good second half of the season with the Potters. Hit 192. Numbers went way down since coming over to San Diego. Had a couple of big home runs, though, in the playoffs. And a yeah, big say that. tying double. A yeah. couple of clutch hits for sure. But still never produced the way I think A.J. Preller would have hoped or expected when they acquired him at the trade deadline. That being said, he put up numbers that were fairly similar to what he usually does in his career. He's a good hitting player in Major League Baseball. Not a superstar but a very solid consistent hitter over the last few years for the most part you know a little fluctuation up and down but you kind of know what you get with Josh Bell defensively not you know not a world beater at first base serviceable maybe is the is the best you can say he's not going to win a gold glove over there for you but he also could be used as a designated hitter and is definitely a person that would fit a couple of needs for the Padres if they went that direction? I always ask when when these uh, scenarios are brought up, we love to give our blanket, nope, not a fit. All right, okay, who do you want? Who's better? So I, I, and I looked around, too, and I saw you know a couple of names that Dennis had mentioned as well. Guys that are able to about to hit the open market: Jock Peterson, Brandon Belt, Jose Abreu, Michael Brantley, J.D. Martinez, Yuli Gurriel, and Anthony Rizzo. And I think of all those names, um, Michael Brantley was hurt last year. Now he's 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 your, he's a DH, right? So he's a he's a DH type. He's a guy that interests me a lot. A one of the best pure hitters and most underrated pure hitters I, I think I've seen in the last ten fifteen years. Uh, but Anthony Rizzo, at 33 years old, excites me a little bit. He does. Got a great glove. Got a great glove. And a huge bounce back season huge. offensively last year. Had, yep. had started to decline the previous couple of seasons and surprised many with his output this past season for the Yankees. Yeah, I, he's interesting. So I guess given the... Given the price tag on both, Bell probably would be a little cheaper than Rizzo, yeah? So here's what here's what Dennis came up with, and again, this is rough estimation based on what other guys have gotten previous deals, but he says, here's guessing, Bell gets four years and a total outlay 
in the neighborhood of $56 million. What's that average? That's about uh, 14 a no, year. 14. It's exactly 14 a year. Rizzo is about to turn down a six, 16. 16. 16 player 16 option. $16 million dollar player. So he'd be option. more expensive. Yeah. Which well, I or would, about the same. Probably a little bit a more. Little well, bit more. more years. More years. Maybe a little less I don't know, man. per I, year. I just... I look at it and I go, all right, Rizzo's 33. I guess out of those names, and that's what I'm doing here. I'm not saying you got to go out and get Anthony Rizzo. He's a he's a world beater and game changer. I think what I'm saying is, given those names, that'd probably be, probably be the guy I'd want the most. Basically, honestly, because he's the youngest of all of those guys, except for Jock Peterson uh, at 30. So I don't know. I... Josh Bell, I like the dude a lot. I really do. I thought he was a good fit Everyone here. seems to. Yeah, I thought he was a good fit here. He's a, a guy I found myself rooting for a lot, man. I really wanted it for him. And um, I like I like the dude. I, I He's not the first po- guy to get traded here and not perform up to expectations. He's not. In fact, I don't can't rem- remember really anybody doing that. Like, just far exceed expectations since they got traded to San Diego. Don't know what it is. No idea. The ballpark may have something to do with it. I have no idea. But, you know, a double's a double is a double. And guys come here and they forget how to hit and they forget how to slug. And it just doesn't happen. So, uh, out of those names, I'm probably most interested in Anthony Rizzo. Bring, you know, it'd be an interesting story. And he's a good player and got championship pedigree and, and all that. I mean, but does he even blow my hair back that much? Not really. Not really. You remember how could you how get much... similar value in production elsewhere for maybe cheaper? Well, I, I think you also worry that Petco Park and the the depression of the power numbers. Rizzo hit with thirty this year. Yeah, not, I mean, Yankee not, Stadium not going to happen in San not Diego. Not going to happen in San Diego. Not going to happen at all. So you know you're paying. That was that was his upper end. Great season. Great perfect ballpark for him. He's more of a 15 to 20 homer guy in San Diego, I think. We got enough of those. Which guys. Josh Bell was already that, you know, probably a little bit cheaper. Honestly, though, my opinion, and no offense to Josh Bell, who I like as well, if you're going to keep any of those three players, Josh Bell's probably my last choice of the three guys you keep. I probably pick Brandon Drury as my first choice to keep someone, maybe not quite as even good defensively, but I didn't notice much of a difference between Drury and Bell. Did you defensively? No, when they were out there, no, not no, really. No, neither of them blew my hair back, but I didn't see like one of them was a clear better glove than the other one when they were out there. And and honestly, I, I mean, if he's cheap enough, Will Myers might be the best choice of the three, depending on what he really can get in terms of his versatility. Gives you a, gives you a lot more versatility and athleticism than either of the other two would get. I prefer Drury if you were going to re-sign someone. I don't know what kind of contract he's going to get he's a weird case he he was a guy who had n- almost no options last year like signed for a, a minimum minor league invitation to spring training with the reds had a great year how much does that increase his value i don't know what you'd have to spend on a brandon drury but to me i think he would be the best keep him option if you're looking for a first baseman if it's a, a free agent you want I'm very intrigued by Jose Abreu, even at age 35. Still was like a four to five war player, I yeah, think, last year. On a really bad team, you know, he, getting him here. When he's now the fifth best player in a lineup, could as opposed a, to someone who's more of a focus of other teams. Could be a shot of life for him, yeah. you know. I mean, a chance to go and win it all, you know, honestly. Yeah, he's, he's interesting to me. Friar Faithful tweets in, another low radar name is Dominic Smith. Dominic Smith is, in my opinion, is go, go over that already. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't think he's a good player. 
I don't. I think. I mean, I think he strikes out way too much. He's been kind of that guy they've been waiting to pop in New York for for many, many years. I mean, that's buddy. That's about as under the radar as you're going to get. Um, that almost feels like a punt to me. So Josh Bell, if you look at Keith Law's rankings, and again, it's one man's opinion. Sure. You know, GMs may think very differently about these players than Keith Law does, but it's a starting point for a discussion. He has Josh Bell as number 16 on his list of free agents. Fairly high. That's very high. It's a top 50 list, It's right? a top 50 yeah, list. That's he's, high. he's number 16. Brandon Drury, who would be my target in the 40 to 50 range, has him at number 49. I think he's. I don't think there should be nearly that much separation between those two. I don't think that that Josh Bell is head and shoulders above Brandon Drury. Yes, he's a switch hitter. Yes, he has more of a track record. In terms of what I'm getting next season, I can still dream that Brandon Drury just rolls right over and has another really good season next year. He had a better offensive season than Josh Bell did last year, and you know what he's good at. He's good at hitting lefties. You can feel comfortable when you. There's a lefty in there. Brandon Drury is in the lineup, either as give, a DH or a first baseman. Give me, not my job, right? Not my job, not my money. Give me the most consistent player because uh, the Will Myers idea, I, I, I'm not, I'm not into it. I'm not. I'm not into Will Myers. I appreciate everything he's done here. He's not even in the top 50, by the way. Yeah. Will I Myers mean, is not there. He's I, a, I, I, the again. only intriguing thing for me is if you get him really on the cheap. I, How I, cheap? Like three or four million a year. Yeah, I mean, it's like, like a really, 90, really 80, 90% yeah, pay cut. Way, for him. way down there. <laughs> yeah, way down. And if he can get more than that from the Rockies or someone else, power to him. That's fine. I mean, if I'm him, that's, that's, I, that's day one. Can I come play there where I hit 480? You know, I mean, and then he's going to torch us for the rest of our lives. And that's, you know, it is what it is. But like, to me, the more we talk about it and as it relates to first base, I'm starting to just lean towards. Cronenworth, you're our new first baseman. Kim, the second. Tatis is short. Yeah, I mean, we talk about, you know, Ben and I were just having a... That saves a, you money. We were having a conversation off the air, though. You know, everyone says you got to have power at the corners. And, and, okay, I mean, you give up a little defense with the big sluggers on the corners, but it's also not 1987 anymore. You know, like those those tropes in baseball, you got shortstops that can hit 50 home runs now. I mean, it's just... Right. It's and not it, like it, and okay, it, and I asked the question if if Ozzy if Ozzy Smith was your short Ozzy Smith Hall of Famer if he's your shortstop shortstop today does he even is he even in it's, he's, he's probably not he's he, probably not your shortstop today which is insane which is me, crazy right? Hall of Famer but I don't know that he gets a chance I don't know that he hits enough to even make a lineup early in his career where he gets to show off his defense right right like. Ozzie, this is how much the game has changed. He's a guy who, hey, we have this. We have the greatest defensive AAA shortstop in and history. And see, like you, but need, he doesn't hit enough for us to call him up. You do need pop in your lineup. It you doesn't do. necessarily have to be at any one particular position. So if you can use your internal tools that you already have, and like Cronenworth, and slide him over, and then you have Kim and Tatis up the middle with Manny at third. That saves you money that you would have spent on a first baseman. You can go get a DH, outfield depth, go get a bat somewhere else. But people will inevitably say Cronenworth doesn't have enough pop. He doesn't have enough offensively to play uh, to play first base. Well, I, I actually go the other way. I don't I don't mind Cronenworth at first, but he's too valuable defensively to just be a first baseman. If Hassan Kim needs a day off or Fernando Tatis Jr. needs a day off, you need to then put Jake Cronenworth in the middle infield because you don't have an at this well, point you, still, you don't yeah you would need somebody off you the don't bench. have another good backup what 
you want to sign some minimal backup middle infielder, or do you want to put Jake over there in your starting lineup? So you'll still need a first baseman to back up Jake when you need him to yeah, go that, out and play second base for Hassan Kim. That's a lot of planning for days off. Like the majority of the game for 140 to 150 days or games of the year, you're going to have a gold glove it, infield. Yeah, but it's not, it's not that Tease, much Kim because you have a designated hitter slot. Yeah. So you you need to sign a designated hitter who can play a little first base yep. on days when Jake's not there Fine with that. or when he has to bump over to second or short. And if you're okay with an all-star in Jake Cronenworth, Kind of moving around the infield a little bit, and I think the Padres should be. Then I'm fine with that. I've been saying I'm it, fine with that. I've play. been saying it since we got Jake Cronenworth. If Profar wants 21 million dollars or 18 million dollars a year, thanks for the memories, Pro. I still think Jake Cronenworth could be a really, really good outfielder. I really do. I always have. I've always thought that he could go out and play outfield and and be really, really good. Like not not serviceable, good. Like a good left fielder. And again, you're going to say, you're going to look at it and go. We need more better than Hassan Kim, probably. And, and we had talked outfield, about moving yeah. to the outfield sure. when he first got here too. Now I wouldn't move. I wouldn't move Hassan Kim out of the middle infield. Me neither. For anything, Me why neither. would why would you ever do that? Right. Second base, maybe. But I'm not moving him out of short or second. He's got to be there. If yeah, he's he, ain't, playing. he ain't playing outfield. He's his, certainly not going to DH. His value so. is being a great defensive middle infielder for your team. These are these are conundrums. They they absolutely are. They are they are interesting things. And and look, you sign a couple guys, a couple guys opt in or opt out, it becomes more clear. But I really don't know. I really don't know that. I look at that list and I go, I mean, there's nobody I want to break the bank for. So uh, the bottom there, you know, I, I tease my. The guy I'd go after in each tier for Keith Law, the top ten. Yep. So the forty to forty nine guy, for forty to fifty guy was Drury because he's at forty nine. I'd keep him on a on a reasonable deal. Jose Abreu was at thirty four. You mentioned him. I like him as well as someone that I think would fit. He's a. I think he's a good fit for the San Diego it, Padres. It gets too. a lot tougher when you get into the top. 30 and especially the top 20 because there's so many good guys a lot of different guys would fit in those top 30 slots you know on the san diego padres roster in 2023 i will tease a few more of those coming up here in our eight o'clock hour and please tweet us at ben and woods i'm seeing some coming right now somebody just said sign joey gallo i couldn't i couldn't be less interested i couldn't i we've got i, I couldn't I couldn't. I could not be less interested. He's near in the play. back end of that list, if I remember correctly. He wasn't one of my I, targets, I, though. Do I do I believe in potential? I do. That being said, I, I think I've seen enough. We I, the feast or famine in in our ballpark. I mean, he could look. He could hit it out. Um, of we any know AJ ballpark. Preller is is so Yep, fascinated and infatuated with Joey Gallo. Not so much that he's ever actually gotten him here, but we've heard the talk. For I years. don't think it's from a lack of trying. All right, we'll come back. Uh, we can continue this discussion. Eno Saris will also join us. We'll go back to uh, the no-hitter in the World Series last night. I mean, that actually happened. Uh, oh, yeah. We'll talk more about that coming up as well. Halfway home on a Thursday, birthday Thursday, on San Diego's number one sports station. More Ben and Woods on the way on 97.3 The Fan. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 